Welcome to the sermon podcast of Redemption Church. The following sermon is by our Director of Spiritual Formation, Marjorie Mott. Hey friends, I've noticed um, that I have a number of different like references I offer. So if you're, I'm one of those people who like loves to collect resources. So if you're like that, you might want to have something ready to jot down. Um, I have a couple of book recommendations coming at you, people to follow on Instagram. Just happens to be one of those sermons, I guess. Um, keeping your eyes closed, um, I'm going to read twice our short passage for the night. I encourage you to notice how your soul and body responds to this passage. This is Matthew 11, verses 28 and 30 through 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Notice what feels different. If anything in your body has changed, maybe deeper breaths, maybe a big exhale, a sigh. Notice what these words offer your body. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Well, tonight is the first of our series about what does Jesus say about the body? And so let's start with that. What does Jesus say about the body from this passage? But first off, I have um, a suspicion that most of our, um, our sermons are going to be basically about how our body matters. So you can watch out with me if that's the case. But um, I'm assu- I think that probably each sermon will point out a detail of how this impacts our lives. And tonight's theme is rest. So how, so the series is saying, I'm assuming that the, our body matters and that God here is calling us to rest. So what is Jesus saying about the body? I believe he is saying, knowing me is knowing rest. Rest offers connection to Christ. So this passage does specify that Jesus is offering rest for our souls. So I just want to get ahead and say, like, I'm going to explain why I believe that's also about our bodies. And that this life with Jesus also offers us physical rest. But first, let me explain, like, what's happened right before these verses, okay? So the chapter begins with John's followers coming to Jesus, asking him who he is. One of these many times Jesus is asked, who are you? 
And so the verse right before, verse 27, he says, no, this is a summary, no one knows me except the Father and those whom the Son chooses to reveal himself. And he moves into these verses, and I'll summarize, learn from me. I'm gentle and humble. You will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. So he's asked, who are you? And he says, come, know me, and you will know rest. Being with me brings rest, ease, and lightness. So while we're coming to this passage about this series, about this body, about the body, this passage is actually foremost about who Jesus is. That he's gentle and humble. That he's a safe person, a safe place. He's letting us know that he is a God of rest. We have a God of rest. Yes, he's powerful and he's just, but I really believe that that sits underneath and within these leading traits of him being compassionate and gentle and humble and kind. So when he's asked who he is, he's choosing to start with humble and gentle. So if this is who Jesus is, if his leading traits are gentleness and humility, why aren't we as his followers reflecting more of this lightness and rest? Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So there's an author, Dane Ortland. He actually has a a book all about this that's just come out in the last couple years called Gentle and Lowly. And I went, um, I did his 14-day podcast. They're awesome. They're four minutes long, but like so deep and so much goodness. You just like want to listen to it three times. Um, Really recommend it. Um, and as I was, I, I went back to listen to the first episode here this last week and he focuses, um, he reminded me, reminds us that Jesus is speaking to all. He says, all who are burdened and are laboring, all who labor and are heavy burdened. So this rest is for all who are burdened, that this rest is for all. It is accessible and available. And that we don't have to first unburden, right? He's not saying, okay, go let go of that and come to me. Come, learn from me, and I will give this to you. It is a gift. Rest is a gift, not a transaction. He says, take, learn from me. So the only action for us is to receive, to be open. Jesus is calling forward a lifestyle, a way of being that is full of rest and gentleness. And I'd say it's not just for our souls, but for our bodies. Because integration and wholeness, as I'll detail later, asks us to match our inner world and our outer world. Okay, so 
for the, you probably are tracking. But what that means is like your outer world is like the things you do, right? So the things you see me do, that's my outer world. But we all have an inner world, right? It's our thoughts, it's our feelings, the things living inside the skin. And so the more we pursue integration and wholeness, health and growth, the more our inner and our outer worlds align. So Jesus is offering directly this, an, an inner world of rest. The integration then calls us to deeper care for our bodies. Because this connection of the inner and outer world makes it a lifestyle and a posture, right? It's not just about getting more naps. It's probably a lifestyle that includes more naps. But it's not just about, like, getting more naps, right? It's about pursuing this as a whole. Seeking rest and care for yourself as a top priority, right? Jesus is elevating the value and importance of rest for our bodies. Believing that caring for our bodies is a way to honor God, that rest is an act of worship, Believing that to know God is to know rest, and that rest offers connection to God. There's a few people I want to share with you who have really influenced um, the way I think about rest over the last couple of years. They really showed me how much capitalism has become a part of my faith, has has sunk in and really warped um, my faith as a Christian, white, Western, American person. Um, So I encourage you to check these people out. Um, The first is the NAP Ministry. Um, Trisha Hersey, her book's coming out soon. The NAP Bishop, it's great. She has like playlists and everything and certain events and stuff. But, um, But let me read this quote from her. She says, rest pushes back and disrupts a system that views human bodies as a tool for production and labor. It is a counter-narrative. We know that we are not machines. We are divine. Jesus is often the counter-narrative, right? Us doing all this stuff for Jesus, that's not, that's, he doesn't ask us of that. Like, that's capitalism becoming a part of our faith. Instead, what he's asking us as we follow him is to rest, to give up our heavy burden, to come and know ease and lightness. He doesn't want us to be machines for him. He wants us to be his child, to know his love And receive his love by accepting this rest, his gentleness, this lightness. So yes, following Jesus includes being justice makers, healers, proclaimers of truth. But we should consider how much our our culture has really warped our understanding of how we're to live that out. Another voice here is K.J. Ramsey. She's a therapist and writer, and um, she posted this um, poem a few weeks ago on Instagram, and it, it keeps coming to me, just like thinking about it. And so I want to read it to you tonight, um, nice and short. I'd like to see Christians disentangle the language of Christianity from that of capitalism. We are instruments, but we are also so much more. 
being loved by God is greater than being used by God. We are not currency. We are cherished children. We are not potential for productivity. We are already dripping with divinity. You already matter, right? You already are valuable and are beloved and belong. You don't have to prove it. I think this idea of rest as a worship as a means of connection with God isn't a new concept for many of us. And so this is probably where in doing some self-evaluation we assess is what we say about our faith, what we espouse about our faith, does it act like how does that actually compare with the way we operate and the way we're actually functioning and living life? So we might say this, right? Like we know we should be resting. We know we should be um, taking breaks, setting limits. But how we operate, if we're actually doing those things, are louder, right? They're more truthful. They're actually more truth-telling of what we believe. So why are we not very good at being people at rest? What belief are we really operating from? So I'm going to explain from a psychological perspective why rest for our souls should also bring rest to our bodies. And I'm going to be pulling some stuff from Andy Kolber's book, Trying Softer. I'm curious, has anybody heard of this book? Oh, yay, good. I'm so glad you haven't heard of it because it's so great. Um, she's a Christian trauma therapist. and um, But let me read the subtitle because if anybody goes, oh, I don't have trauma, this can... This subtitle, I think it's, you convicted that you need this book too. A fresh approach to move us out of anxiety, stress, and survival mode, and into a life of connection and joy. Also, our library, Hoopla, has it, um, you can listen to it for free, and she narrates it, and it's only six hours, so it's pretty short. Anyway, I want to read the verse again. Come to me. All you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When Jesus is telling us that he's gentle and humble and that he offers us rest, he's giving us psychological safety, a safe place. He's telling us he's a safe person. Psychological safety is the idea that um, your internal world, you feel safe. You don't feel that you are threatened, that there's any danger around you. Andy Kolber breaks down how safety feels in our bodies, relationships, and God. Let me read that quote. Safety in our bodies feels solid, responsive, and aware. Safety in our relationships feels like connection, vulnerability, and trust. Safety with God 
feels like connection, belonging, and mystery. The Body Keeps the Score, author's name is really hard, Bessel von der Kolk. (laughs) He's like the leading researcher and psychologist on like creating PTSD um, criteria, basically. I don't know, Justin, if you would add to that. I think that's who he is. So this book is like a landmark for um, understanding trauma and how our bodies feel safe. And he says, to be physically and emotionally well, we must experience safety in our bodies. So for our inner world, our thoughts, our feelings, emotions, to know safety, rest, and peace, our bodies need to experience it too. This is integration. This is the wholeness, as I mentioned earlier, that our physical and emotional well-being go together. Our bodies are great communicators. They're probably more truthful about whether we feel safe than even like just our minds. If you start to feel the shakes, your heart is going fast, your palms are getting sweaty, your body is telling you you don't feel safe. Maybe it's because you're about to stand up and um, in front of in public. Maybe it's because you're around somebody you've had a lot of conflict with. Maybe it's because you just got catcalled in the road. All right, so many reasons. That maybe your, bo- your mind knows, I'm really fine, I'm safe, but your body's telling you otherwise. Your bodies don't lie. How is your body telling you it needs rest and it needs to slow down? I'm not sure about you, but I know I often talk back to my body saying, why are you so tired? Like, man, you haven't done that much today, right? Like, oh, you shouldn't be this tired. It's been fine. Like, the kids haven't been that hard. You got a nap, <laughs> like, right? Like, I, I find myself, like, my inner voice is telling me that I need to earn rest, that I don't deserve rest that I haven't earned being tired. Andy says, if we don't feel safe, we will struggle to set good limits. So I want to reverse this, right? So basically she's saying, if we see poor limit setting, meaning poor habits of rest and self-care, then that's probably reflecting that we don't feel emotionally safe. All right, so I think that kind of gets at, gives us a little bit of the why of why we're probably not good at resting, is we don't feel safe in some way. That we, she says, we often we learn to overfunction as a way to survive. So this approach then carries over into everyday life because we don't know a different way. So maybe it's not just that you don't feel safe right in that moment, but something about the way of your childhood that you picked up this message that you needed to overfunction, you're holding on to now. That's the only way you know how to live. But Jesus wants to offer you a different way. Man, amen, right? He wants to give you a way that says no to overfunctioning and overdoing. 
He's telling us that knowing him is to know rest, that rest offers connection. He offers a way of gentleness and ease and lightness. Is that the faith? Is that the Jesus that you know? This different way, I imagine, right, has, it's, has more limit setting. So it probably means saying no to more things and more people. Probably means getting more sleep, doing less screens, getting to your doctor's appointments, staying away from those triggering people and places. But the work of setting boundaries, creating these, like establishing these limits, it begins with our bodies. So if you want to have good rhythms of rest and connection, good boundaries, you need to start with your body. Setting boundaries about what your body needs. Boundaries that offer rest and ease to your body. I have a lot to grow in this. Um, Those voices I said are very present still. Um, I think where... I've honed this the most is in my daily rhythm, like on our normal days at home with the kids. And so I probably shared this with most or all of you, but when my girls have their room time, it's my time to rest. And it's so important. I have a daily rhythm of, um, I'm usually laying down on the couch or on the bed, reading and napping. And it's not always easy. There's a, it's a lot of emotional work I've had to do to like say no to the dishes, say no to doing these different tasks, right, in order to do that. And even at times I feel guilty. And I, I was um, talking to a friend who's also a spiritual director um, about this. And she was like, well, how beautiful to like do that with the Lord. And I was like, oh, yeah. That is, isn't it, with the Lord? And I found that just starting a simple prayer before that really helped me to recognize that this, too, is worship. This rest, too, is connection. So for me, that's saying, God, I honor you by honoring her, me, this body that needs this rest. Right now, that looks like When I get to the couch and I'm sitting and just notice that stillness and silence is all I have to to be with God, that that's okay. That I turn my mind to imagining myself being held in God's arms, soaking in the warmth of God's love. Because our silence and our stillness, this rest too is worship. Finding the safety of Jesus, the rest for our souls that he provides, requires us to start with honoring the rest that our bodies need. So what does your body need? You'll have time to reflect on that a little bit more. But I want to encourage you that this question of what your body needs 
Well, first, I just want to say, like, hold on to that question and start asking yourself that a little bit more, if you don't already. What does my body need right now? I want to encourage you, this question and this answer is deeply spiritual. Because Jesus longs for you to find rest. And he gave us our bodies as a great communicator to tell us when we need to slow down and to take that rest. That he wants to meet us here in our flesh and bones. Let me close with reading the passage one more time. I invite you again to close your eyes and know that Jesus is speaking these words to you specifically right now for you today. Come to me, you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The word of the Lord. To find out more about Redemption Church, visit redemptionbristol.org.